0: You're listening to the Sports Therapy Association podcast, putting evidence back into soft tissue therapy. You're listening to the Sports Therapy Association podcast and we do go live on Tuesdays on the Sports Therapy Association YouTube channel and then we upload it as a podcast. So if you're listening to the podcast and you do feel that you'd like to join us live, You don't have to be an SDA member. It helps if you're a soft tissue therapist because you'll have more to kind of share with people. But if any subject matter interests you, then feel free to come along to the YouTube channel at eight o'clock ish on a Tuesday night. Anyway, so here we are. Um, It is part three, the final part of this month's focus on mental health and learning disability. The first episode a couple of weeks ago was uh, episode 136 with James Chapman of allaboutthemind.com, who is an instructor for MHFA, Mental Health First Aid. Uh, It was a wonderful opening show, um, particularly for soft tissue therapists. What the Mental Health First Aid course offers is pretty big and pretty exceptional and something you're not really going to find anywhere else. It will give you the tools not just to look out for warning signs, yellow flags with clients, but also yourself. Okay, because you're not going to be much used to anybody in your career if you're not keeping a, a, a note on your own mental capacity. And James Chapman is a wonderful person who has come from the experience of knowing what it's like um, to be in a dark place, and now he spends his life helping other people, particularly therapists. So look out for that, obviously available on YouTube and also all popular podcast apps. Last week in episode 137, my guest was Alistair Beverly of VLDphysio.com, uh, and our focus was on learning disability, Um, amazing a a great follow-up it's so we put the two together because there's so many similarities and yet there's so many misconceptions obviously learning disability is not the same as mental health issue but they're not mutually exclusive in fact people with learning disabilities are far higher more likely to actually have mental health issues because of the problems of maybe less money or solitude not being understood people presuming that they're angels um, as opposed to actually they're People like you and I with emotions, and they want to go out and smoke and sit by to their brother while they're in a tent. Okay, it's a great episode. If you're not aware of the work of Alistair Beverly, I sincerely um, hope that you go along to theldphysio.com and have a look at that website. Um, an amazing episode as well. And it's not downhill from there. No, no, no. Because in this episode, I've got a duo who uh, you've asked for quite a while now uh, Ryan Smith and Jack. Coward who are creators and hosts of the Let's Be Frank podcast which is a mental health awareness podcast that gives men a platform and a safe space where they can stand up and speak out about their life struggles and mental health challenges. A lot of you will be familiar with Ryan Smith because he's an STA regional rep, he's been on the show before um, and was also at Therapy Expo back in November and tonight we've got the pleasure of welcoming co-host of the podcast Jack Coward as well. So I think that is all. Let's just say a little hello to people who have joined us in the live lounge. There's Gary Benson with his little dig about my timekeeping. Um, when you do leave a message, the other advantage to coming along to listen to us live is when you put a comment and it comes up on the screen and you get your logo. Gary's gone for a lovely kind of, I'm not sure if that's short sure colour that is. It's kind of like a slate green with a G in the middle, which is fantastic. Um, but you can network your own logo. Uh, Glenn Murphy's in the house as well. And Glenn Murphy said that's true. Better late than never for him then. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks for the support, guys. Lovely bunching tonight. Let's move to the nice people. Becky Carroll's here. Hey, Becky, how are you doing? And also we've got Let's Be Frank Men's mental health podcast somehow in here as well at the same time. So this is great. Um, and Catherine Reimers here as well. Right, I've left them down in the lobby for long enough. Um, if you're listening to the podcast and you enjoy the content, then do please leave us a rating and a review, particularly on Apple Podcasts, because that's the one which helps the podcast here in google search results more right i shall now bring them up ryan smith and jack you're listening to the sports therapy association podcast evidence back into soft tissue therapy hi it's
1: been a while good evening Um, yeah how are we all I going to say. forgive the baby clothes. I mean, we've got one. We've got one on the way. A couple of months now, so it's like.
0: No, I really appreciate you both giving me the time. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to talk to you, Ryan. Obviously, we've known about you for quite a while now because you're too long in the STA. I wouldn't, say that, I wouldn't say that. And Jack, it's it's good to see that the oars and the control. Um, the person who's got the steering and the rudder of the Let's be Frank podcast is good to meet in person so thank you for how
2: it's managed to grow as well as it has it's fine i take care of him and um yeah that disability course so i may have to go on to look after this guy but we're all good so far well <laughs> um, there we go it's nice to see you two I've got the same banter in here as you
0: have on the podcast so really appreciate you guys coming along um i think first of all when we discuss this off air that we should really just um start with a content warning for people either listening on the podcast or people who have joined us on YouTube, that obviously the subject matter of Let's Be Frank um, is not going to be suitable maybe for all age groups. Um, It does include real-life stories of mental health, suicide and the effects of suicide on individuals and families. So if you do decide to continue listening, with that said, um, and you are affected by the content, then obviously please feel free to email either info at letsbefrank.org.uk that's info at let's be letsbefrank.org.uk Or if you want to email the STA, then matt at the sta.co.uk There we go. If you're still with us, then we have told you what some of the content might be and we accept no responsibility. So that's it and done. Um, let's be frank. We're going to start at the beginning, aren't we?
1: We might as well. Um, because
0: like, as you best said best in best your best episode best. one, Back in October, what a better place to start! It's
1: kind of it. to start, isn't it? It's it's crazy how it's how it's just come from like there to, to here, and, and the way we've grown, it's it's absolutely nuts. But yeah, that that very first episode, I mean, it did start a couple of years before that, um, the end of uh, the first lockdown. We had a we had a, an idea to change the world, and it, it didn't it didn't go very far, but we kind of touched base on a few different things, and then Jack had a bit of a um, Bad news, uh what was it about July time, weren't it, last year? It might have been just yeah, before been that.
2: Just around that time, I believe, yeah.
1: So, um obviously we've both dealt with suicide in the family, family's friends, and we're both kind of in the past looked at it, felt about it, felt it and you know, something stopped us. Um and it just felt right. We put this group together, and it was uh, started out with a Facebook group under the name "Let's Be Frank." And and from there, a couple of months later, we we did the podcast, and yeah, scary.
0: So does that does that suggest then that you've both been through experiences yourself that you looked around and you felt there was an absence of support for you guys?
2: I think it's a bit of a mixture, you know. Um, I think now we kind of. Now we've started, let's be frank, and have delved into it. There's a lot of support out there. There are some fantastic groups out there, non-profits, full charities, the works out there. But for us, there was never anything at the forefront of men's mental health. There was never anything there that was, I wouldn't say easily accessible, but knowledgeable. Now, a lot of people know about like Andy's Men's Club, and they're probably one of the biggest men's mental health that people know about. But again, in the background, there is a lot more out there, and we just felt that there needs to be someone there, there needs to be a voice for the people that don't want to speak, for the people that don't want to use their voice. and we felt for the experiences we've had, the moments leading up to let's be Frank itself, again with this, you know the, the suicide of like a couple of my friends and and, and Ryan's and Matt, we felt that if we had if, if we had put this group together before, could it have changed their perspective? to then not make them become the A statistic and the suicide rate. So we thought, well, all we can do is give it a go. Uh, again, are we going to change the world? Who knows? Maybe not. But unless we try, what else can we really do apart from sit back and just, we'll just sit there and do just, nothing? Yeah, what, and, and just watch that rise. You know, we've both lived experience. We've both gone through our issues, our troubles and that. We still live with mental health. We still live with the daily battles. So let's use our experiences and what we're going through to help another guy out there, who's just a little bit afraid of and lack of understanding the education knowledge of mental health to help them go, do you know what, it is okay. You know, speak out to your loved ones, speak out to us, speak out to you, you know, the professionals out there. And yeah, don't become a statistic. There is people that do generally care about you. So. It is growing. It's grown massively over the past, you know, six, seven months onwards. It is becoming increasingly popular. A lot of people getting involved, a lot of people reaching out to us, you know, whether on the street or through email, Facebook, everything else is saying like, thank you. We've had females come on going, you know, I've I've listened to your podcast. I now know how to approach my husband who I think has mental health. Likewise guys out there going you know, i'm really struggling i don't know how to approach my wife about it but now listen to a podcast i can so we're clearly making the difference and if it means that me and ryan have to sit here and become the face of that or become the voice of mental health in men that's absolutely fine we are more than happy to do that That's fantastic.
0: And indeed, I mean, you mentioned statistics a few, uh, a couple of times you mentioned suicide. I remember with James um, a couple of weeks ago, I think we noted that it's something like, was it like a quarter of the population or something are going to suffer? Or is it, you probably know better than me.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, So, so, you, you. I mean, I will you are right it's not far off a quarter of, of, of the nation will will affect be affected by and I, and i am very i'm very down the line on this one everybody has a case of mental health uh, whether whether it's in a, a good state or a bad state it, and and when when people grasp that concept finding that balance becomes a lot easier but like like you said for me i want to bring in the suicide statistics here um, between 20 21, at the end of 2021 and 2022 there was nearly 10,000 suicides within the UK and that's from Source Office of National Statistics so that's over two years. If we bring in COVID in that we're touching into the 15, 16,000s. Now what give us the kick up the backside um, two-thirds of that was men and that's that's why for me... Jack's friend becomes statistics grateful that we haven't, um, but there's thousands out there that do. They, they, this is why, let's be frank, is here mm-hmm. to stop that. Well, to stop it as much as possible, going up and up and up.
0: Yeah, amazing, amazing statistics there, and it's and it's. I don't think we hear them enough because people are. I like to think. Maybe it's a that makes people are kind of aware that mental health issues affect men more people are aware that men are more likely to feel pressured into committing suicide but I don't think sometimes people really realise how many people do and it's, it's scary. just you a total
2: it's, idea of how it's a so wasted hard. Life. It, is. it is it is, you know, as you say it is a wasted life and our concern with it is the stigma behind it and it's it's the stigma that men have to man up that men are not allowed to cry men are not allowed to be sad men are not allowed to worry yes that stigma is slowly starting to change but there are still people out there and there will be for years to come we're not expecting to change overnight or to change in the next 10 20 years you know it will be a slow process but as long as as long as men understand that if they've got something going on in their heads that they're not crazy they you you if anyone is listening that has got something going on in their head you are not crazy to think that it takes it for us men it takes us we we have to understand what's going on so if we can speak to someone who's lived experience and they go do you know what every day i do x y and z you know i've done this in the past i do this now and they go oh i do that okay that makes sense why my head's working in a certain way it is and actually okay i have maybe got mental health and once you kind of grasps, you know, that concept on how it works or the reasoning behind what you're doing daily, then it's it, it becomes easier. It's like trying to work out your car. If your car's broken, if you can understand why it's broken, you know then how to fix it. It's like your head. It's, it's just the same. If we if and the theme being rhyme bring up all the time is if you go and break your leg, you'll go to the hospital we'll get it fixed. If you've pulled a muscle, you'll go see a massage therapist, you'll go and get it fixed so if there's something wrong with your head why won't you go and get it fixed what's scary about that why are we so scared as a population to to do that and again over time hopefully that will change what we're trying to raise the awareness in and how we come across hopefully that will put a bit of confidence in some people to to take that next step ryan something maybe like you
1: no it's it's, it's, just, it's just it's just the positivity of what we're trying to do and, and how we get, how we're trying to change it it just it honestly gives me a, a massive buzz just, just to have have this ability to have this platform that we've got to to say to, to men to say to women it, because it's not just it's not just a man's problem you know that man will know his family that it will have that knock on effect down the line and and this is what we're trying to do is provide an education through our experiences to to just not miss thing out the park and just you know and it does get me excited every time I talk about it i can
0: see that and i could read your mind i saw you think smiling thinking yeah this is what we're going to get things are getting yeah. better and, and that's i think how you guys uh, well, sometimes it sounds like I'm being really sick frantic and kind of beating up my guests, but there's some, there's there's a couple of special, really special things about you two. I'm sure there's other people, like you say, who are doing a great job. But people listen to the podcast probably, they can't see you, obviously, I know that. And they might not know your backgrounds, but I think one of the things which you two do well, probably without even maybe realising it that much, is you're both from a military background, you're both big lads, you really help remove this stigma and this idea that if you've got mental health issues you're gonna it's gonna show you're gonna look weak you're gonna be carrying in a corner somewhere you're gonna be underweight you're gonna look white and pallid and and that's such a stigma isn't it I th- as we were kind of saying off air that is
2: part of the problem. Yeah. Hugely and you know i would you know I'm quite if, if anyone has listened to my story and, and, and Ryan's as well, they'll know how open we are with our experiences and our past and the and the present um and what we're trying to do and i think we need to be i, I think that, that was the very first thing we said when we started the podcast is we need to tell our story if we don't tell our story then we're trying to we're being fake to ourselves like we, we need the listeners to go do you know what these two people are genuine and as you say if you saw me walking down the street you probably wouldn't think that guy's struggling inside he's got you know he's got something going on because because people look at me and go oh he's a bit of a stucky lad you know he's Again, he's ex-military, he's he's carrying himself really well. He's put a mask on for, for, for the day ahead. But at home, internally, I struggle. I, I struggle, you know, really bad some days. Some days I want to sit in my room, in, in my bedroom. I don't want to go to work. I want to sit in the dark. I want to cry into a pillow. I want to scream into a pillow. You know, I'll have the suicidal thoughts every now and then. I, I still struggle with that. But at the same time, I'm like, well, if I'm struggling with this, how many other men are struggling with that out there? Right, let's use this energy, and instead of it being negative all the time, the only way I know how to be positive with it is to go and help someone. So, you know, let's be open. Let's go, yeah, I've had suicidal thoughts. Yeah, I've, you know, I've, I've tried suicide. I'm I've done X, Y, and Z. Again, we might do 100, 200 episodes. You know, we might do this for 20 years. If we get one person come to us and go, do you know what? You stopped me from jumping off a bridge. Pro. Well, Jump. job hundred percent done my job that's all we want is for just just people to know that they're not alone and just you know just generally reach out just yeah just reach out and you you can do it you can you know just just use your voice no matter how bad you are in life and that's why we use the slogan no matter how bad you are in life how much you're down if you feel down and out you're lying on the floor you've always got the ability to use your voice no matter what so use it
0: You want to add
1: to that. Um, it's very, it's very rare that I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really like lost words. Well, you both know I'm, not normally one for lost, lost words, but um, for for me, it's, it's, it's really important that we we do get this message out there. And it's uh, Catherine has put, uh, Catherine Rimmer's put a, a comment in the, uh, It's split over two things about firearm officers, uh, lo- lo- basically losing their their. Their license to fire, um, if they they come forward about it. But the, the issue again, the issue there is if they don't come forward about it, then they're, they're, they're posing that, that yeah, that's the one. They're, they're posing this sort of risk to themselves. But again, we, with them coming forward, all of a sudden that they're they're in this bad place. They go, they're going to lose the license, so it's a catch twenty-two. Um, and I just think things like that are you know th- these com- this is why these conversations are important.
2: massively i'm a prime example of that I mean, nine-year military career the reason i got medically discharged is because i came forward with with ptsd symptoms it's it's it, it is one of them and that was my whole you know the army was my life i'm still i got out in what 2018 i'm still struggling now to you know convert over into the civilian world i still struggle there's still there's still part of me no matter what job i go into who i work for there's always something missing and I know what it is, it's that sense of brotherhood, it's that sense of serving. So actually, would I be better off being a police officer, a firefighter, being back in the services and that? Yeah, possibly. Is it realistic? Who knows? It's, I've got to, you know, we, we tell everyone they've got to be selfish and sometimes I need to be selfish for myself. Um, and I see Gary's obviously put Sank in there as well. You know, he, he says, I've got, I have five kids, They've all been affected by suicide amongst their school friends. It's terribly sad. And let's be frank, it's a great forum to share problems, you know. And again, you know, keep up the great work. Well, thanks, Gary. And what I'd love to ask Gary why he's listening is. How would how different would it be if this was taught in schools, if they was to teach mental health in schools, they do sex education at year five or whatever it is now, silly. So. If, if we can educate people more on mental health, you don't always have to go into the darkness of it. Again, mental health is not always dark. We have our good days and we try to bring the light on that. But if we can go into schools and have that conversation around mental health and show people how to have that conversation between each other, would his kids be able to have that conversation with their friends to then stop the stigma? Would their friends then be able to speak to their parents? Likewise, could the parents speak to the kids? it's all ifs and buts and it is it is quite hard for kids because you don't want to put burdens on them at such a young age but I think a topic like mental health that has such an impact all over the world with all different ages why not have that conversation why again why are people so scared to have that conversation
0: yeah that's a great point I, would, I want to point out they've got some wonderful questions coming in there guys and those of you who are joining us live I will get to them I just want to point out um, that in the episode you're now on episode twenty now, aren't you? Actually, twenty-one to twenty-one is to what? 21,
1: tomorrow. Oh, twenty-one tomorrow? twenty-one there
0: tomorrow. There we go. So that's um, that's great going since October. It's like one a week or something,
1: isn't it? Yeah, September. we, we, we that, that's pretty much what we're aiming for is one week. Um, whether whether it slows down the further we get in, because obviously we are now bringing more uh, prominent guests on. Uh, you know, we we have people reach out to us, so whether we structure things more, but We've we've we basically we've just hit the ground running, and 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 it is it's massive. You know, the way we're gaining traction, I think by tomorrow, I think from October till now, I think tomorrow will hit ten thousand downloads. Oh, fantastic yeah. So you know it's it, 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 it's a massive step for for a podcast to be so young, but to be gaining traction. I mean, I think we've grown a thousand percent since Christmas, which yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's obviously something there and we're obviously spe- speaking the right message to someone. Obviously
0: a need. Yeah. It's kind of a double edged sword, isn't it? Because you wish there wasn't a need for it. And yet there yeah. is, and at least you're reaching those people. So it's, yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to point out for people who aren't familiar with the podcast, there's a journey there waiting for you. There's so much honesty and sharing of personal experience. You started off obviously with introduction and then you've got Ryan's story and then another topic and then um, Jack's story um, and you both share so much about yourself and then probably through yours i guess other people have come forward and shared their stories um and it's it's even thinking about it now it's kind of a it's emotional because of the stuff that you do share and other people are sharing on there and that that kind of i wanted to ask this question before we go back to the live lounge was it difficult for you guys to share what you do realizing that on a public platform like that maybe family and friends who you had you chosen not to reveal certain things with, they're now going to have the opportunity to actually listen to them. I'll,
1: I'll, um, do you want to yeah, go Yeah,
2: definitely. You go first on that one. Because mine's second because I know yours is a lot obviously, I know Ryan's is a lot harder. For for me, it's I'm I'm I've got social anxiety. So if I was in a crowd of people like or out of friends, like, I struggle to talk. If I, if someone asked me about mental health or my journey of mental health, I could speak quite openly and frank about it. Um so for me, telling my story at the time was it was quite easy in a sense because I'm happy to speak about it again because I know at some point someone will hear it and it'll it'll make a difference in their life. Hopefully, um, it was not until afterwards I was extremely drained for like two or three days because again you bring up all that raw emotion and you know it doesn't matter how many times you talk about it you'll still it will still drain you from giving all your emotions from it and there was a few things in there that my family didn't know about that i had to share with them once it had been recorded i was like right i've done this episode but i want you to listen to it first so i got them to listen to it first and they listened to a few things in there like there's my story in there where you know i I did try and take my own life and that and they didn't know that they've never known that and that was you know it, it was it was difficult allowing it to go out to so many people because we didn't know the reaction we could get, you know, th- there's always trolls out there. People could come back and be like, well, you, maybe you should have took your life or maybe you should. I mean, you're always going to get that. But again, they're not in my five meter bubble, so I'm not bothered. So there was that aspect of it. Um, but I know Ryan's was a bit more probably hard hitting for him.
1: Yeah. So so for me, it was, it was literally 99% of that story, I would say, majority of people to the point my mom didn't know and putting that out there in the, in the forum and, and for some reason we've got the ability and we do have it come back to us to ask questions of of guests and, and to get them thinking about things in a different way and there's some of the stuff that jack was bringing up was scrambling my brain and it was just like do you know what i don't this is really personal but for me to show that what we're trying to do happen well it, it, is there to help i need to be raw and i was broken for about a week i'm not gonna lie i was broken and my mom came up the other week and my mom just turned around to me and she went ryan i finally listened to that episode my god i'm proud of you and and for me that was a moment in time where there's a lot of stuff that's built up and built up it's kind of about gone and i have no i have no sort of people do listen to it. People, I've, I've had a couple of people messaged me and we've had uh, on our new feature, you know, have, uh, have your say, somebody asked me a question, how I moved on from it, how I've forgiven. And do you know what? If I've, if I've had that ability to say that has happened, but it's made me who I am today. So I can now do this in a backwards kind of way, in a sick and twist. I'm, I'm grateful because it's given me that experience and I'm able to put that forward now to help others. So yeah
2: i think there's a lot that you know when, when it comes to oh. our our podcasts and episodes and like the stories and that none of it's structured none of it's pre-written we didn't write the story down or a question set down we literally went recalled and we had that conversation and i think a lot of people have listened to both the episodes and have gone like and have said how raw it is how emotional it, it came across and it was like just having you in the room That's because that's what we want for people. We don't want to come on and be like, right, we're going to, you know, for for us, we're going to talk about, you know, X, Y, and Z, and we're going to ask these questions. We want that raw emotion of a story and the the guests we have come on, we do the same. We don't know much about them. We just start and go, right, tell us your story. And as they speak, then we ask the questions. We ask the hard questions that no one else wants to ask because it will prompt a, a good answer and it will get people thinking. And again, it just builds that confidence in people that talk about mental health is okay.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's marvellous to hear that. It's, it's. I feel like welling up inside just thinking about it now, but I suppose that's that's what it's all about. That's what it should be doing to human beings. But it's really nice to hear, like, when your mum was saying, you know, I'm proud of you and stuff like that. That's, and like you say, that's made you kind of, able to help others which is just beautiful human altruism it's really cool anyway right let's get some questions from people in the house i'm so, i'm so gen genuinely excited it's only 8 30 and i've still got another 30 minutes with you guys it's amazing i've looked at the clock and inside i've got little fairies dancing going yes 30 more minutes before i need to let them go so let's have a look at some questions people sorry i left you in the dark there for a while um Let's have a little look. We talked about um, that, Becky. So, look, Becky Carroll, reading it out for those people who listen to the podcast. Being the wife of a military husband, I'm saddened by how many military personnel struggle with ill mental health uh, with little support. Out of interest, do you have many military men reaching out? Thanks, Becky.
2: Um, so, with that one, um, I would definitely agree with the struggle of like um, with mental health and, and no support. So when I first went and got when I so I I had a big episode um, which kind of said to me right something's not right I need to go and seek help Um, the next day I did from that point it took three years in the army to get diagnosed with PTSD and for that three years all they'd done was like some therapy sessions loads of tablets keep taking tablets it'll be really good for you Um, and yeah it, it took three years to do it once I got medically discharged never heard from anyone again i've and even since to this day since 2018 i've had one medical review on my tablets i've had to go and get my own personal counseling if i needed it which you know jane has done an incredible job that who works with us and me and ryan have both worked with um, but again there, there was no support there um and if there was there was little known about it um and with regards to like military men reaching out we have a it is a strange one. We, we have a, a, an array of men reaching out, but we don't quite know what it is they do. And the reason behind that is we don't we don't question or test that kind of it. The, the group we've got is, is a men's only group. And, they, and the people are in there and known by name. And that is it. We don't know much about them. And we like the aspect of that because they feel more comfortable with that. And we allow them to express themselves. So if they want to tell us a story, then they'll open up and be like, yeah, I'm ex-military or yes, I'm this. It's not unless we go to an event or speak to someone personally and they can kind of, you know, if you are ex-military, you could pick it up straight away if someone's served before. You can look at them in the eyes and go, you've served. <laughs> You're in the army. Again, because you've got that persona about you. Um, so, yeah, no doubt there is probably people in there that have, that have served. Um, I know a lot of my friends now who thought I was crazy when I had um, PTSD and kind of shushed it are actually struggling themselves now and then they've, they've come to me for that support you know wasn't they, they didn't give me the support at the time but i'm not gonna hold that against them because again they weren't educated they didn't quite understand what to do so that's our job to try and do that hopefully
1: so my, my experience is a little bit different to jack's uh, with the forces so my well, first time I went in was back, way back in the early 2000s. Uh, stuff happened to come out. I've, I've kind of moved on from that. I don't really talk about that now. But my second time, I went in a second time. I don't know why I went back in for a second time. Um, but I I literally went in tw- 2015, November, um, and I come out in March. It was, it was really a short time span, but I was so messed up in that short time span to the point where um, – I was having blackouts. I was having sort of uh, panic attacks. And I was uh, literally, I got put in a room for two weeks and isolated and I just got kept there. Um, and I, I kicked up a fuss um uh to the to again to the point where they discharged me. I went to see my own doctor and stuff, and the doctor put me through some testing. I was very fortunate my GP and my doctor were very good. The doctor would cancel sessions, put a double session for me together, and got me the help and and that was to the point where I, I was disabled i was uh you know I couldn't walk a hundred meters there's two three weeks at a time I couldn't talk. And it was just a, literally a case of the army just washing the hands. Um, you know, even even that second time was a short time span. They messed up two to three years of my life, and, and I still I still look back now and think, do you know what? Was that the right thing to do? Go back in for me? Now I look at it, and yeah, I was, um, but. It was it was kind of, literally, for two, three years, I, I couldn't walk 100 metres, I couldn't string sentences together. People thought I had a stroke at one point, And it was really tough, and, and my brain would shut down. And, and again, this I, I wanted somebody to open up to, and it was my brother, and, and I couldn't talk. And I tried speaking to my brother. My brother just turned around to me, and he went, Ryan, we've all got our own problems, you need to man up. And that was kind of, yeah, it was scary. Um, so yeah, I can only but feel for feel for that one. Um, you know, military wives and 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 whatnot. They, they, they do a fantastic job picking up pieces.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I was interested. So the military then, because there's this idea that the military can help people if you're you, if you're lost. They go into the military, they'll sort you out. You're
1: learn. Do you know? Do you know? We've we've everything that's happened yeah it, in a backwards kind of way I'm, I'm i'm grateful i went in both times because yeah. it's given me a sense of purpose a sense of and for for the people that i met well the people that i know from the forces uh one of them's the, for the second time especially one of them's come on for to help with the project um he's working in the background on stuff and i know there's another lad that um where's he got he's got his run off hasn't he um, not the moment but i'm sure no, no, okay. be, he'll be back he'll be back um, uh, there's another lad ross um so we've got Reese who I know and ross uh, Ross that was um with with jack are both on the project now so and and again it's similar sort of experiences in that similar sort of time frame um yeah so so but it has given me a sense of purpose it has given me a um sense of belonging but that's more for the people that are there rather than the, actual, the army itself.
0: Okay, great. Let's bring it to, obviously our audience on the Sports Therapy Association podcast are soft tissue therapists. Yes. Um, mental health issues can affect anybody. Um, that's hopefully quite clear now. Um, I seem to have now lost <laughs> Jack and Ryan. I'm sure you're back very soon. But one of the things... I hope that this episode and this series of episodes has uh, created and made listeners think about is whether how you can apply this information to yourself as a therapist okay in this case if you're a guy obviously because we're focusing in particular on on mental health issues for men and also with the male clients who come in to see you obviously that applies if you are a female therapist um so what i'm going to do ryan is back with us now i'm sure that um Sorry, ja- uh,
1: yeah, Ryan's back. Yeah, back. I'm back. It, uh, for some okay. reason, it's kicked us both out. Um, I'm
0: sure you're back. Your cam's not quite on yet, but I'm sure it'll come in a second. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully, anyway. Yeah, so I was just wondering, given that our audience are majority soft tissue therapists, let's focus mm. on maybe the therapists themselves. It's going to be a difficult year for therapists. And it's going to be a difficult year for a lot of people. And and Tim Allardyce, who's doing a monthly, asked Tim... He's highlighted this um, last beginning of this month and an episode before that now's the time to make preparations for a year. that's going to be tough if you're in this industry as well as other industries. What are some of your go to's if, if you are reaching out to a male soft tissue therapist to keep an eye on mental capacity, to look out for signs that you might need to reach out for some help to avoid you reaching the stage where, Somebody else is going to have to make sure you get help.
1: So, I've obviously, I've, I've, I'm coming. Well, Jack Jack's a uh, sports massage. Well, has has practiced sports massage as well. So, we're both there. He is. Um, okay. So, I'll let you run with that one. Did you hear that one, Jack? Did you
0: hear that question? You might have not uh, done. No, that it
2: sounds a little, no, no, no,
0: I didn't.
2: No,
1: it
0: was, no what what is um, some now. kind of what advice would you give to a male soft tissue therapist? Because we are focusing tonight. Yeah. On, on guys and maybe i mean your, one of your podcasts does quite nicely is it explains why we do have to differentiate a little bit we're generalizing but there are certain different ways that guys manage issues and, and things that can trigger and stuff but yeah what are some kind of <clears throat> recommendations you would give to soft tissue therapists to look after themselves to look out for warnings that maybe they do need to reach out for some help before something you know disasters does happen i think it's uh, uh, i
2: think ryan alluded there briefly you know i you know, I'm, I'm I'm trained in in sports massage, and it's definitely one for those who are self-employed. I think it's probably a bigger, a bigger risk as such. So, when I was, you know, I, again, I'll use my experience, to please, come across. But when I was self-employed as a sports massage therapist, there's a lot of pressures you have on yourself um, with regards to bringing, you know, the finances in, making sure the books are okay, getting clients in, and it's a lot of stress you put on yourself. You've got to look out for the warning signs. Um, You've got to remember as well that we all have an aspect of mental health, whether it's good mental health or bad mental health. You kind of need to look inside yourself to f- and and see right. Am I just having a bad day because yesterday was a little bit stressful? But I'm okay. Um, and again, it's have the conversation. If you you'll know in yourself if you're not feeling okay. We all if we, when we go to a doctor and we go right. I'm not feeling right at the moment. I feel ill doctor will ask loads of random questions, but you know yourself if something's not right. What you need to do is simply just speak out and have a conversation with someone. Because if you end up holding on to that, it's only going to get worse in an aspect. So have that conversation with, you know, with you guys at the SDA, with their friends and family, with their loved ones, or if they did want to reach out to myself and Ryan to, and just go, listen, I'm having a bit of a day. This has happened. Do i need to look into it do you know what i mean it's just it's having that self-awareness for you um to, to do so and there's a lot of different coping strategies you can use and to, you know to, to ground yourself and a lot of counting and that but for us the main thing is is education for me and you know ryan will know more with regards to the sports side side and he's doing it for a lot longer so there might be some stuff you know ryan that that, that yeah. can bring to light on a on so, a, a normal day yeah
1: so 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 for me you know uh, looking after your your physical well-being is really important you know you only limit yourself to so many clients don't think you've got to go out there and help everybody especially in the earlier years trying to manage that caseload and stuff because i remember when when i first started i wanted to go out and help 10 15 people a day it's physically impossible so having the ability to say no um, is really important. You know, putting yourself first. Selfish for self-care is really important. Um, you know, to, to you know, you, I, I remember, you know, finding a new clinic and, and having a couple of sleepless nights. I've, I've got to put this in place. I've got to have that insurance in place and, and things like that. And this is where having the experience of like you and the STA, Matt, and, and with Gary, having that, I, I remember going through COVID and me, me, thinking to myself i don't know what i'm doing don't want it and gary had actually have a conversation with me before i even looked at a membership and i remember i was going to do it anyway but then i won a membership as well and then it weren't long after where i become a regional rep um but the stuff that that gary was doing in the meantime and the sda was doing was absolutely second to none so having the the ability to have that conversation and and, and understand why certain things were in a certain way is really important um but then it comes down to like keeping on top of your books and, and you know, setting set set a schedule. So I'm going to work between nine o'clock in the morning and three o'clock in the afternoon. But I'm going to see four clients in that time and then give myself an hour a day to, to manage that. And, and it is really important that you manage that and, and stick to it and don't think, oh, this client can only do it at six o'clock. Do you know what? That's the client's problem, not your problem. And 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 having that sort of, like I say, selfish mindset will do yourself wonders.
2: Yeah, I think you need to make sure as well that you're you're having that time for yourself, being a bit selfish. You know, having that a time, uh, having that time away from work with your family and loved ones. If you if you're at work and you see and you know you start getting angry and upset over like what you would call the, the smallest of things if you start to see small changes in your daily life that is not normal they're really big signs that something's not right and that you do need to either have a day for yourself talk to someone or there could be something a bit more underlining that you may need to go see a professional for but again don't be worried about going to speak to someone professional you there and that yeah, it is. But you may go, you know, a lot of people will think and I've been in the mindset before and go, oh, know what? something's not right. You know, maybe my mental health's playing up, but I don't want to bother them with my issues. That's the biggest one I've had. I don't want to bother them with my issues or I might go and talk to them and they might say to me, oh, no, you're fine. Well, it doesn't matter what the outcome is. Just go and have that conversation. If, if you feel something is truly not right and you will know yourself, just take that step forward.
1: Something that I, I really, I do believe in. I don't do it as often now, but when especially when I was practising more full-time because I do a few other things now as well as, well as uh, look after Elkiston Rugby Club, Derby Elks. So, you know, I'm stepping down from American football because it's becoming too much. So it's it's having the ability to say, do you know what? That is getting too much and it's not right for me and walking away from it. Um, and, and I also look at, you know, we, we're all big believers in... Uh, preventative bet is better than cure so preventing something before it happens um so before anything builds up going offload to a counsellor just because it says a counsellor doesn't mean there has to be a problem go and offset it talk about that month uh, uh you know what's going on because it will bring you clarity it will enable you to get the stuff out of your head um, so you can fill it with other stuff and you'll be able to process things a lot better. Go go, and make it a like a four or five weekly thing and make it part of your self-care.
0: Excellent. Yeah. I mean, and all of the stuff you said about looking after yourself is advice that I guess at the right time you could pass on to any client who is yes, going through similar circumstances. Yeah, you're not um, crossing boundaries because that's another obvious thing you've got to know where your boundaries lie but recommending that someone might want to consider what you've said for example and yeah. it across the same i still think as there's that,
2: that 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 duty of care there as well i think if you if if you've got with, with sports massage you, you've got that personal level with a lot of people because you are in such close proximity and there's all that stuff going on so you get to know your clients quite well within that role um so if, if you can see something in a, in a client that they don't see themselves, why not start that conversation? Mm. You don't have to be forbore like I think you've got mental health. You need to go and get help. Mm. Just simply being like, "Are you okay?"
1: Really? Are you
2: okay? Really? Are you okay? Like, do you know what I mean? Just just just, just start the conversation it. of, "Do you know what we've got? I've got your books in for an hour tonight. We're going to stop a little bit short, and um, we'll just have a chat. How are you I- feeling? How's your? Do you know I mean? it, it, it's building that relationship?" Mm. Mm-hmm. to go oh do you know what oh, i'm going to open up to this person again we don't we, we like to open up to people we don't know because then there's not that fear factor of that person judging us and that's how it is with clients i, I, I used to do it with my clients all the time they would come in for a session for like 45 minute massage which probably spend half an hour talking because actually that's what they'd come for and that they'd come to get away and have that conversation with me because again you build that trust with them to go do you know what person got a bit of lived experience and you know i'm going to open up and talk to him and it it used to help him and that's kind of why i stopped the massage side because actually i was a lot better at the talking aspect and on that it didn't quite work for me but it's that there's so that there's a lot you can do um but just take your time and just you know educate yourself into it
1: so I just want to answer Gary's question now. Um
2: well, is that what
0: you were smirking at earlier?
1: Yeah, so, you can not so, play poker, hey, oh, Forget it. Can you ask Jack why he isn't So can you ask why he isn't an STA member? He's just answered he's, answered he's <laughs> just answered that, Gary. He doesn't practice
2: anymore. Yeah. No, I don't practice anymore. No, I um I I had a I, I had I wouldn't say it's a good practice. It, it, it was going well. Um sadly, COVID for me just destroyed my business altogether. Um financially there was just no way coming back from it with the family and the kids i had to obviously provide and everything um so i I had to go a step away from it and go into a full-time job and it's just something i've never gone back into um you know would i go back into it again possibly not Uh, i've got different aspirations and i feel that i'm i'm better off doing saying kels as in like you know what we do at a podcast, you know, I, I'm better served at at that. I can help people more with that, you know. I, I used to help people a lot with, with the massage. I used to clear a lot of injuries, and it was it was good in a way. But I'd always find myself coming back to you know helping them mentally through. Again, you know, it's, it's a question. It, it, well, it's a question I want to ask. You know, the p- people listening and that, that's live and listen afterwards is how much of an injury is affected by their mental state. You get someone coming in that's got a bad back. Well, if they're having a, a bad mental health day, how does that affect the whole pain gate theory on how their back now feeling? You know, if we can clear their head and clear the burden and all the weight of their shoulders, is that going to allow them to sit back, relax, allow the muscles to relax? So it, it, is that is that possible? Is that scientifically feasible? This, again, we need to look at, as, as therapists, why not look at that relationship between, you know, the, the physical and, and mental...
1: So I'm, I'm, I know you, you've, you've touched on it in past episodes. I've been involved in conversations with you, Matt, with Gary. Um, and I've been on the podcast as well, where, where you, the power of conversation, the expectation of a client to come in, they don't know what, how you're if it's a new client, they do not know how to act or what to expect when they come into your treatment room. That first session, why do you have to get hands on? Why did, why can't you just have that conversation? You don't have to give, be a counsellor to have a conversation. Okay, you're having this problem. Okay, can you get up, walk around? No. Well, what's stopping you do that? It's, and and how you know and and they'll give you so much more through conversation about the mental health, about how they're feeling, and then you'll get you'll probably go. Do you know what? Maybe now is not the right time for us to deal with this. Maybe you should go away and deal with that, and then come back to me. And you'll just be. Um, you know, you'll just have that so much more power and that client will want to come back to you to get that injury fixed or to get that feel-good factor because you've been honest with them.
2: That's what people want. It's just that honesty. They want that 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 open, frank conversation and to, to be honest with them. And I I think, you know, therapist-wise, you're in a perfect place to to start that conversation um I'm not going to say all of them will be confident or comfortable with speaking which is fine but it takes time why not start the conversation with one of your friends with, with 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 one of your family members just sit them down and go how are you doing are you okay have you got anything going on or actually I'll start a conversation I've got a few things going on at the moment can I talk to you about it and again it's just normalizing mental health it's, it's normalizing everything because it is normal and it's okay to Feel rubbish. It's okay to feel down. Just I know
1: I'll, I'll, I'll come back. Yeah, I say I'll come back. Mental health is both. It's both good and bad. Recognise it. Celebrate them both. Because if you celebrate the bad, the good is going to be even better.
0: T-shirt there, wait to be made. It's a good one, mate. I like it. It's very true. Very true. The one thing which I've just done a motivational interviewing. Behavior change course with Gary Mendoza, Dr. Gary Mendoza, who yep. was at Expo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's been on the show a few times. And the only thing which therapists have got to watch out for is not the therapists fault, but therapists have been trained, whatever certification or diploma or degree they did, they've been trained to fix. Yeah. And 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 therefore it's very tricky. If therapists have a conversation, then it's tricky for them to sit back and just listen and hold active listening because they just want to jump in and solve it because they are mm. in this position and but also people go and see therapists have already put them up in a pedestal. Mm. and they're waiting to be fixed so this is why we've got courses and and i'm kind of picking up courses like um, james chapman with the mental health first aid with dr gary mendoza because absolutely we've got massive empathy we like touching people for a living and yeah. having all through hairy backs we we're givers okay yeah. there's no doubt about it but we, there are skills on there to be able taking to that step back and all that.
1: Just, yeah. before you before you can see that injury uh, that's going to be here you're going to need to see the bigger picture so you're going to need to take that step back to see that whole picture the moment you do that the moment that client will love you
0: amazing look time is last 8 55 already i want to make sure that people know uh, about um, the fantastic resources you've got all over um the internet let me just share I share that my show why not <clears throat> excuse me so um that was James from last week that was um, alistair from the week four there we go so it's very distinctive. If you listen to the podcast it's yellow black it's great it's bumblebee it's i don't know why you chose yellow black but it's really distinctive it seems to work was there a reason for yellow black I'm you know just yeah i think it was
2: eye-catching i think it was one of them just kind of it, it, it it's nicely, put a warning, put a warning
1: on something, but it's not overbearing.
2: Yeah. yeah nice.
0: No, I think I don't know why. I couldn't explain why maybe that's it. There's a warning there, but it's not like all in your face like red
2: it's a welcome warning. It's yeah. a nice warning. <laughs>
0: like the friendly bumblebee, you know, you watch because he's yeah. there but he's not after you.
1: He'll yeah.
2: look after you.
0: <laughs> so look out for um I'll bring these up on full screen for people watching. The top's been clipped off there. But obviously you've got the Facebook group, the people on Facebook there's the uh, men's mental health community page which you can reach by just putting in it's actually it's under let's be frank project um, or just type into facebook um, let's be frank and it will come up and there's also the private group which is the let's be frank community um, if people are interested in joining the private the private group what do they have to do and so what would they expect to find in there
1: unfortunately this is, well, i would say unfortunately it is at the moment, this this group is for men. It's men only to give men a safe space to open up and speak freely. We, we If people want to post, um, they can post anonymously. They don't have to use the name. There's been a few posts in there that I know Gary's jumped on and other people have, from the STA have jumped on because we've got STA members in there. And there have been really positive responses. But we have other, you know, people don't post every day. Um the only stipulation that we have when people post is me me jack or one of the admins will authorize it because what we don't want to do is fill it with um nonsense about selling. loving frogs and selling things and and whatnot so if it's relevant and it had don't be scared to post it. We, we, you know, we, we will always give a, a reason why we haven't posted it. Um, but on the flip side, um, you know, if if anybody else wants to support us, we've got Instagram, we're on Twitter, we've got obviously our website as well, which is a great resource. All our podcasts are there. You've got our ambassadors. We've got amazing sort of ice hockey players involvement. We've got events coming up. We but right at the bottom of the page. You've got um, the ability to click on important contacts, which is there's a list, a massive list of different charities that are, are there to help you. We, we are a voice. We are not there to fix problems. We are a voice to give people that back, whether, whether that's a voice to speak up about mental health, whether it's a voice for charity, whether it's a voice. we are We are a voice. We're not there to think. And we'll always be honest about that. The QR code is a new feature. Um, so if you do want to, we, we're making little episodes now, whereas if, you want, if you've if you got a mental health question or a question to ask me and Jack, that QR code, or there's a link on the website, uh, have your say. Um, people ask questions and we will answer them um, on an episode. Um, so there's lots going on, lots of resources going on. So um, I don't know if you've got anything to add to that, Jack.
2: Oh, there's, as I say, there's, um, there's a lot there. We're always looking to add and increase what, what let's be frank does and the more we can get the name out there um the more we can help them guys to uh open up and not become a statistic
1: yeah and and if if gary if you if you want to chat if there's anything that we can help support with conversations you know if you do want us back on future episodes or anything like that you know feel free we, we, we we're we're looking to expand who we're working with and and how we how we interact and work with others
0: amazing um, there, there is a wealth of information. You guys—it's amazing. I mean, I think um, Jack's face said it all. He was just amazed at how much stuff you guys have managed to put out since like November last year. It's all over then. It's so well branded, it's so distinctive, and so welcoming as well. Something about those colours and your faces and you guys—just It's just like nothing to fear, guys. It's totally normal. Come on in, have a chat. It's yeah. really done well, guys. And, that,
1: and that's something that we've we've done that's from the very totally beginning. Um, we we yeah. want people to have the ability to feel like they're in the conversation with us in the podcast. That's why it's not scripted, and that's why it's important for you know for people to to see that authenticity. Um, and then I think there's I think there was, I was going to say something else, but it's totally totally gone. So um, sure,
0: it'll come back since as as I start talking. Yeah, it will do. I just want to make sure that people will put the link in the podcast. If you want to see the links, then go to either thesta.co.uk, Go to um Podbean, i will add them to youtube in a few days time but just remember that the web page doesn't come up yet if you put it in google so it's let's be so uk. so let's be frank.org.uk ryan is that your handout?
1: yes it is I mean, so sorry. if, 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 it, if, if, there, if there is anybody and i mean anybody that <laughs> wants to come onto the podcast and share their story feel free you know if you're looking for the podcast it's on pretty much every platform going just putting put in men's mental health and nine times out of ten we're right up there in the top so um yeah um
0: and amazing. tiktok come on let's
1: not let's not so i, I TikTok. do have
0: tiktok yeah
1: I'm, I'm trying to get a tiktok friend <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i think this is the first i'm not dancing on tiktok <laughs> no, i think this is <laughs> the first now, time but... we've been on yeah. actually a podcast where we've actually kept the p's and q's to to, 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 (laughs) less of uh, uh, anything but no honestly it's guys it's been an absolute pleasure and and if you want us back we're more than happy to uh
0: sure but i wanted i wanted i mean because alistair from last week is on tiktok he admitted he uses it because it's a great kind of platform for creating videos and yeah the green
1: so I'm just rehashing reels that Jack puts puts up on Instagram yeah. at the moment. So it's I, cool.
0: I think it's quite nice because we know that TikTok is the biggest platform out there. It's got yeah. massive turnover, and and the videos you're putting on there, I've seen. I think you've, you've definitely got six, seven, eight hundred or something views on some of them. Yeah, it's something, and it's so nice to know that you can get good information. On yeah, and that's what
1: that's all we're trying to do. So it's it's, it's very one. sporadic, but that's what we're trying to do is just get a message out there for for not just men. But for everybody, just to as it says there, use your voice.
0: Amazing. So yeah, so people, if you are secretly on on TikTok, then just to get a break from the stuff you're normally looking at, and and, and look for Ryan and Jack underscore Let's be frank. It'll be a nice break from what you normally watch TikTok for. Just to you know put some serious stuff in there as well. And then go back to whoever you're watching and put it on your features and arts and stuff. frogs and goats. Yeah, and exactly. I don't
2: know. I've, I've never been. On, and also uh, LD physio. I'm like an Instagram guy.
0: I'm are you instagram guys yes. once you go to tiktok you yeah. never go bock that's what is it that's
2: that? That. That's, um, can't, can't, can't do it can't do
0: it. <laughs> anyway yeah you guys are also on instagram uh let's be frank podcast uk You're also on twitter with a l3tsb <laughs> i guess
2: that came first or last or... yeah that was a mouthful wasn't it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, 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 we are everywhere and we're trying to promote it everywhere and we've got a lot of stuff coming up with um within the ice hockey world, within uh, the racing world, within British touring cars, you know, we're we're gonna be there on media day we've we'll been invited down by Top car, which is huge for us. You know what I mean? We've got there's there's a lot coming with Let's Be Frank. And the more we can push it, the more people listen to the podcast, the more it goes out there, the more of a difference it will truly make.
0: Definitely we're doing a grand job, guys. And as Gary said here, Gary founder of the STA said, I'll get some stuff on our channel to support you both. Thank you. It's a grand job. Thank you
1: so much. You're doing an amazing job. Nice. You know, I love it. I love it. I know, I know I'm an SDA member anyway, but taking that all out of the thing, you know, the, the support that we're getting, the love that we're getting, it really, really is appreciated.
0: It's reciprocated. It's reciprocated. So um, there we go. That ends our month of focus on mental health and learning disability, but obviously the idea the reason we put it on YouTube and on the podcast is so it just doesn't disappear in the posts of Facebook. It actually stays there. It will appear. But it only appears high up in Google if you listen to the podcast, if you actually bother to go and leave a rating and a uh, review. Otherwise, it doesn't appear. So make sure, sure. Please, you do that. If you listen to podcast, if you're one of the two and a half thousand listeners in the shadows listening, then just take some time out. If you've got an iPhone, it takes a second because you'll have a, a, an innate app on your iPhone just to go in there. Give it five stars. i make it simple for you. Just put five stars. Maybe right. Yeah, great episode. Thanks, guys. Um, if you're on Android, there's a bit more tricky. I think you have to kind of go to your garden with a laptop and turn around three times and summon up the demons of iTunes. It's a bit more complicated. But iPhone yeah, users, Android don't like it. Yeah, Android does not make it we'll that easy. It. <laughs> but iPhone users, who I think are still about 60%, I think it's still got the domination over Samsung, maybe. Yeah, just go out and do it. Please, please, please to get this this message out and the message of our great speakers out there. Next week, Mark's the beginning of March. So we will have Tim Allardyce for Ask Tim. Ask Tim will be in the studio um, to answer any questions related to um, soft tissue therapy industry. It was really nice having Tim here last month. We'll do the same thing again. Anything you've got, um, then yeah, come on to YouTube uh, on the 7th of March, the first Tuesday of every month um, for Ask Tim. But for now, and um, you guys, if you could stick around and just say thank you to you for a, a moment after I shut the live lounge. Thanks, people who joined us live, as always. Um, really enjoyed you coming on. It just makes the show having it live. And um, Susie Lee has said a fabulous episode. So important to raise awareness and keep talking. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Susie Lee, for no, having me as well. Captain Reimer. You said Catherine Rimmer, earlier, on. I don't know if it's Rimmer or Rimer. I've never said the last name. You probably know better than me.
1: Rimer. I would Do you know what? It's always I. I, 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 I would say Rhymer because I'm, I'm sure Rimmer's, is surely that's two two M's. And when I think Rimmer, I think I think um, I think uh, Red Dwarf.
0: Not quite sure, true. Anyway, Kaza, thanks, Kaza. Um, really interesting discussion. Says uh, Catherine. Um, great episode. Thanks again for coming along, and Gary and Becky as well. Says love, love, love this episode. Um, great, but you guys, thanks for, for joining us. Hopefully, you having us. Appreciate special, it, mate. Really appreciate it. Right, see you next week. Take care.
2: You're listening to the
0: Sports Therapy Association podcast, putting evidence back into soft tissue therapy.